Tell me, babe, now can we please stop fighting? I need you on side. I might lose my life tonight. Let on, I'm gonna be made back riding. One, two, three, inside. Trying to see why I'm not doing right. Okay. I was in the bank anyways, right? I was talking to, to the black dude. He's like, I was telling him, like, yo, bro, you see this? Like, he's counting money. I'm like, yo, you see this, bro? Like, this is how much they stress me out, man. They literally stress me out. <laughs> that, uh, I got, I got my prayer. I've had, I've had gray hair since I was maybe 12 or 13 years old. So you don't have to worry about that, bro. Listen, I've, somehow I don't believe that. I feel that's a no good conspiracy theory. Nah, since man. 12, on, on the sides here, I've always had, I've always had the, the little gray hair. Um, yes, because life been stressing me out since day one, you know, since day one, man, it's just been stressed. <laughs> that's why you get high. Cause you never know when you're going to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You were 13, man. Super stressed. Like, yo, man, this is rough right now. Trust me. High school, all that ball, bro. <laughs> you, see, you see the ball list, man? Yeah, man. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. So, so, so are you are you feeling a little bit older now that you got the gray hair? Uh yeah, man. Yeah, man. It used to be Rakeem and Gray T, and now it's um gray hair, Rakeem and, and gray T, man. So it's mm-hmm. uh it's um it's interesting. It's, it's the first one, one on one. So I mean, at least I'm stressed and I'm doing a lot more work now. So True. I mean, something, something should be good. I'm still relatively young, anyways. I'm still, I'm still a young dude. So I got might as well keep grinding at, at this age. I and, agree with uh, you. Keep it up. Yep, yep, yep. Got to, got to keep grinding. Keep I feel you. I feel you. Speaking of, you know, white hairs and people going bald and this is a lot of balding first of all because all of my brothers are bald but not not me yet no sir not not me i'm speaking positivity i can't my can't life. relate can't relate hey man <laughs> word, word, words have power and i'm gonna escape i'm gonna be the only one to, to not not be bald man i'm gonna i'm gonna try for it <laughs> wish me luck because if any bro. sponsors out there like you want any any anti you know balding creams holla at us rogaine come find us rogaine you try to get some rogaine yeah keeps <laughs> keeps shout out keeps hey we're open we're open we're open we're for open. any sponsorship holla at your boy let me know <laughs> <laughs> well speaking of balling man can we talk about a little bit of fugazi balling that's been going on lately mm, yeah yeah why not we got Nick Briz, man. So if you guys don't know, Nick Briz is like this popular YouTuber who goes around different places playing ball, his crew versus his crew. And that's basically what he shows on YouTube. It's a really great gateway because like a lot of the comments when I, when I used to watch some of his video in the past, like some people, that was their entry into the NBA. Like a lot of people spend time on YouTube. Like, oh, this guy's kind of cool. Oh, he plays ball. Boom, I'm into the NBA, right? I'm mm-hmm. more into that aspect. So it's a nice gateway to like, you know, gain fans and stuff like that and, and gain followership for the love of basketball, which a lot of people do enjoy. Yeah. But for him to, or for us to find out that he's paying the other squad to literally talk trash to his squad and, and get into fights it's 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 disgusting man it's really disgusting because basketball isn't meant for that type of environment you know people don't go there for purposely trying to get into fights man people go there for the love of basketball for the love of the game and for him to do that and put his boys in jeopardy and not even let them know about it it's, it's very dangerous man these guys have family and loved ones to go back to and we all know basketball can get a little heated sometimes right you know you, you get a little bit physical but to purposely you know insinuate a situation 
like mm-hmm. something deadly could happen. Like one of his friends could have easily died just for you doing that. Like you look at the videos, some of the other team were getting so mad. They went to one dude went to go pop the trunk. One dude went up his gym. Meg, you can actually see the, the weapons of choice that they had, man. So it's just the, this clout error is really, it's really poisonous, man. You see all the time. Oh, it's just a prank, bro. It's a prank, bro. Nah, bro. Stop. Nah, it's just dangerous. Yeah. Oh, stop. This is literally all that some people have, bro. What was that? What was that? What was that kid's name? Uh, I forgot his name, bro. Yo, that guy who used to troll on Instagram, like he would like rob places and then give it back, or he would like jump on like some yeah. random thing. Fuck, what was his name? But he changed his life around. He did get yeah. shot and then he changed his life around. But the thing was, he got shot and oh, then you're he talking about boot, you know, about boot gang. Yes, I'm talking about oh, boot jo- gang. Oh, um, John Banana. Or whatever I'm not gonna say Boyega because that's the Star Wars dude, but it's John something similar to his, his last name. Yeah, he really uh, turned his life around. Yeah, he did. He's he in did. the one percenter compared to the ninety nine percent of those people who just died out with the trend. Like mm-hmm. he was actually a good example of someone who turned around. My yeah. my my point with that though is like, yo, like that life and and trying to get notoriety and clout from that is very very dangerous. Like you put yourself in a position where people are targeting you, right? Um, mm-hmm. And if you think about that, that is what makes this type of clout chasing so damn dangerous. And this Nick guy, I have no idea who he is. You know, you mm-hmm. just brought up this story to me. But at the same time, like if he's doing this type of bullshit, that is going to lead to people getting seriously hurt. And then that itself will need someone to be responsible for. So, you know, actions. What is it? Um, actions precede other reactions or whatever mm-hmm. the saying is. There's going to be some kind of reaction if someone else ends up getting hurt and that's going to fall back on him. So if he's man, if he's worried about himself, he should, you know, he should be watching out. That's all I'm going to say. That's it. And, and speaking of, which is funny, Nick's a whole clown. (laughs) Yeah. He's a whole clown. You're right. You're right. This dude's, this dude's a whole, whole, whole clown, man. Putting your friend's life in jeopardy for no reason is, is disgusting. This is literally a sport that, you know, it doesn't cost much to play. And people use this as like, you know, therapy, you know, once you hit that ball for a lot of people, like the problems may go away. You leave it all around and you're just there and you're enjoying it. Camaraderie, no matter how you look, creed, color, whatever it may be, man. And for that to be tainted and poisoned for clouts and for views, man, it's, it's really disgusting. It's mm-hmm. really, really disgusting. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, and like we've seen one of the more famous examples of that in 6ix9ine, right? We've seen one of the more famous examples of that in 6ix9ine where like, he tried to do that whole aspect of like being antagonizing with his clout chasing, yeah. going after beef, beef after beef after beef, showing up at O Block in Chicago. Like these are things that he does essentially risking his own life. And he did that. And it, it mm-hmm. turned out it turned out to bite him in the ass because he had to go to jail for it, came yeah. back. And now people don't rock with him as much because he's a snake mm-hmm. and he's a rat. So, like, just know that 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 type of clout, that type of. um you know, I guess attention. One hell of a drug, eh? <laughs> it's one hell of a drug, and and it's a dangerous one. It's mm-hmm. a dangerous one. So is that is that why man's threw drinks at him at UFC two sixty six this weekend? <laughs> hey, maybe, man, maybe. See, that's the thing, though. That's a byproduct of the whole situation because people don't mess with him like Dude, that. It's hilarious because, you know? like, I was watching with like um my family, man, my broskies, and some people knew who they are, but like the different generations between uh, like brothers, like one of them was like, "Yo, who is this guy?" I'm like. Honestly, don't even worry about it. 
honestly don't even worry about it i'm not gonna explain to you who this man is and and all of that and so he's like yo who's this man getting a drink through him it's honestly just a clown don't even worry about it man so <laughs> i'm not gonna explain to him at his age what's going on and all of that man but i think he would have died out more if he didn't get the recent act interview and him sit down with whack 100 because that kind of brought him back to relevancy because then he had 21 savage talking about it and you have all the people talking about it Speaking of 21 Savage turning himself in, Ice Ice Baby. Mm-hmm. It's um let's 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 read it right now, man. So 21 Savage has turned himself into the police because of a situation revolving around a warrant related to his ice case. So I hope he doesn't go to jail, man. I'm not trying to see 21 bondage. You feel me? Yeah, neither am I, man. That's that's a wild wild. I mean, I, I think, man, that's unfortunate. That is really unfortunate to hear about because if you look at um, just like how ICE has treated, you know, refugees and whatnot in the country, it's just it's it's like poor in general. And like for 21 Savage, obviously him being a massive celebrity, uh, it, it seems like, you know, you think they'd get some special treatment. Clearly, it's not happening. Um, I don't know, yeah. man. I, I hope I hope he doesn't go to jail. I hope it, I, I hope it gets sorted out on that end. I'm actually really looking forward to hearing some music from 21 Savage because um, he bodied his feature on the CLB. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's bodied a couple of features here and there. I know he dropped that. What was it? Saw soundtrack thing that he was doing, too, uh, which yeah. was which was eh, it was, it was yeah. all right. Uh, but yeah, I hope I hope we get a new project from him, man. I'm looking forward to that. So hopefully this whole situation doesn't kind of put a put a damper on that right honestly man i would love to hear more more music from him because it, it's really good especially when him and and, and j cole collab because mm-hmm. like it's really really nice honestly I, I kid you not i'd be nice i would really 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 love to hear a collab album from uh j cole and, and 21 savage because when they collab together man it's some really good music man and uh and i, I like it a lot i like it a lot you, you like it a lot <laughs> yeah man and shout out i noticed how you, how you mentioned saw and, and stuff like that man and let's just insert right here vince staples talking about how you can elevate yourself by jumping into the movie industry and doing all of that because you mentioned saw with 21 savage vince staples literally mentioning how big of a budget he gets mm-hmm. for doing music for movies and not even being used so let's insert that clip right now i'm like i made the album so it could get synced for movies so I had got You made it with that in mind? Yeah, every single one and almost I think like probably 80% of those songs got synced. So the reason I made it because <clears throat> we had got an offer to do um was it it was the was it the army or was it FIFA? What was first FIFA, right? Uh, it was uh, Call, of Duty. Call of Duty gave me an offer. How much was it? Like crazy. <laughs> Basically Call of Duty gave me It was a big checks. But like Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty gave me to do one song that they didn't even use was more than my whole album budget. Okay, but let, let, let's be let's be let's be um, precise if we can. Mm-hmm. But you do you get publishing off of that, or this is a buyout? No, you get published too. Oh, you get published too. So, okay. Yeah. okay, Call of Duty. They license it. It's yeah, they, no, that's right. the thing. Huh? No, but some they, people can no, do a yeah, buyout. No, you can do a buyout, yeah. but they 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 didn't even use it. So right. I still got paid, and they didn't use it. Right. I got a FIFA thing. Oh, and they didn't use it. Okay, I got okay. a FIFA thing for Champions League. Uh, and that was crazy. Well, you know, it's uh, funny. I feel like we talked about this a little bit ago where with Sway Lee, uh, with mm-hmm. him being on a bunch of different soundtracks, him being on video game soundtracks. Eh, 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 eh. Yeah. 
Um, I, I think it's, I think that is the way to go. Also, it's like, if you're a musician, if you're a rapper, if you're an artist, I feel like that gets you the most amount of money, right? Uh, it, it gets you the most amount of money because at the end of the day, it's, it's the thing that's the most secure, you know, you're banking on something from a movie, you know, you're banking on something from a TV show and that's what gets you paid. Yeah, no, you're, you're right with that, man. Honestly. And like, you see what the, what the budget is for, for, a person who signed to a three-year contract or a 360 deal for for what they have to do for an album or a couple albums or a mixtape at that mm-hmm. and then you look at what the movie companies and and all of them are giving you for music that you may not even use or may not even be released just for you to create in that studio time so it really gives you another point of view to how much artists are really getting screwed over in the music industry because they got money too. They got some money compared to to the movies or a lot of small studios. So budget sure. is a budget. Absolutely. I agree with you. Um, and and look, at the end of the day, like, think about how much that puts you in the public eye. Like, I remember, and I'm pretty sure this still this still applies, but Wiz Khalifa's number one song is um is that Fast and Furious song. <laughs> like I'll see you again. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like mm-hmm. it's still probably his number one song. So for sure, yeah, like a billion views on YouTube plus. Yeah, uh, I, that's why. That's why at the end of the day, I'm I'm like I think rappers should always gravitate towards getting the secure bag. Mm-hmm. Do that first, more than anything, man. Get that shit done. Get that shit done. I like I like it when that happens. So that's just that's just my two cents on the whole matter. But yeah, what do you think about it, bro? Honestly, I, I think it's a, it's a good and it's like also the stepping stone to evolving and, and creating a mixture of your bag, like trying different ventures and, and see what works and, and see what doesn't work, man. Mm-hmm. So it's uh it's nice. Like a lot of people think that just because there might be a more popular artists and they have um, a bigger quote unquote radio presence that they get more money compared to like indie artists. Right. They, they don't really, man, because honestly, I guarantee you a lot of people ranking as big of a bag as, as Nipsey was getting. And I guarantee you right now, when it comes to artists like Currency, Jet Life, a lot of people ain't getting the money that Currency get. I'm telling you right now, man. So you may hear their names more and often, but they they, they ain't getting get the same same replay value. And that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I doubt that. I doubt that. Uh, I mean, look, at the end of the day. There's... A million streams doesn't equal a million fiends or whatever. <laughs> was, um... <laughs> I can't believe he gave his his. his child the middle name brick bro i was reading that in service bro i almost passed out man honestly i might need some resuscitation from the lord himself <laughs> hey I'm what's like, bro don't what's do this. that what's that nostalgia bar where it's like uh you, you if kendrick says something like uh your whole your son is a brick your son dope now le- oh le- yeah you so right yeah so i guess i guess he was listening to nostalgia the day his, his son was born bro <laughs> Question for you, my good sir. What's up? If I were to ask you who sold the more first week between NBA Youngboy mm-hmm. and Little Nas X, who would have done more sales for you? I'd assume Little Nas X easily. Okay. Like, no doubt in my mind. What have I told you, good sir, that, um, Lil Nas X did not sell that many products. That many, or did he, that, did he sell? He, what if I told you he did not sell as many as NBA Youngboy? 
Ah. What would you say about that? And that you were wrong to assume that or to make that guess, man. How I'd much? Be, I'd be surprised as hell. Because, like, you know, we talk about it so much and how much backing Lil Nas X has, right? If Lil Nas X ain't going platinum, there's something wrong. <laughs> like there's, there's something wrong. Now, for real, though, there's something wrong. There's something that doesn't make sense in whatever marketing budget they're trying to do. Because if that man is not getting a number one album, and he's competing with NBA Youngboy, who I who is huge, you know, in his own right. He has his he he mm-hmm. has his own niche mat, um, fan base, and like you know, he dropped an album. Obviously, he's in jail right now too. So like, there's a whole situation with that. I I don't know, man. I I think in a lot of ways, it should be a clear win for Lil Nas X, but that's an issue. If you're if you're competing with NBA Youngboy, in my opinion, I feel like that's an issue. Now, do you do you agree with that? Like, do you agree that it shouldn't even be on the same level of competition? It should definitely, definitely not be on, on the same level of competition. Um, it's, it's, it's ridiculous, to be honest. Considering how much promotion Lil Nas X gets, all of that, like the mm-hmm. TV placements, the awards being won, all of that. Like, it's, he should have done more than NBA Youngboy. NBA Youngboy is behind jail, behind bars, doesn't get album placements in terms of all of that. Nothing really on on the playlist. He doesn't really do promo. You're not really going to see him do a Breakfast Club interview or anything right. like that. But his fan base is super loyal. Like, honestly, he's the only artist recently. And you won't, you won't even believe the stat. I, on the pace he's going, he's going to be just like J. Cole doing a whole album with no features to go platinum. Lil Nas X did 125K first week. And that's pretty good numbers. But for NBA Young Boy to do north of 175k first week like that is ridiculous like that's a lot yeah the, yeah that's a lot he's a loyal lawyer fan base man and, and no pushing no i don't see blogs really posting that much man so if i haven't seen that accolade like cole yeah kudos to him man i'll give him a round of applause for that man for him to be in that stratosphere of cole to do a whole album no features going platinum mm. especially so nobody especially because he's in jail like especially because he's literally in jail he's not getting placements he's not getting promo uh i mean i i've heard i heard that he dropped an album but it wasn't like oh you gotta go listen to this album you know what i mean it wasn't one of those conversations so i think it's just interesting that that you say that you know he's in competition with Lil nas x especially when you consider the backing that Lil nas x has like when you consider all the things that happen behind the scenes to make sure this guy has the best music videos, the best production, the right. best PR managers, the best interviews. You name it. Yeah. He just did a Breakfast Club interview and that couldn't give him get him done right before the album drop. You do a Breakfast Club right after the whole controversy. They literally had they had Boosie come up and then they had the other person, they had that um that uh transgender person come up and talk about the situation and then they lined up with Lil Nas X and that perfect in, in the week. And that was great conversation for everyone to experience. Mm-hmm. And then even that like couldn't even propel him to to the likes. Listen, man, I'm, I'm gonna give a shout out to, to Drake, man. A million units sold. And in his third week, he sold what was it? What was it? 171,000 units in his third Jeez. week. Jeez. So he he did more than the Montanero in his first week, man. So I know the labels are probably really mad that they put all this stuff behind him and they couldn't even get their number one album for that for that week. So mm-hmm. you know those things matter in terms of accolades and yeah, industry and stuff like that. So. so so for me, I guess the question is like, all right, cool. What where does Lil Nas X go from here? 
right? Where mm-hmm. does he go from here to to be able to get to that point? Who knows? I have no idea. Uh, like, I think this is still a, a decent week. It is. It is. But like, it's not the smash hit success mm-hmm. that everybody assumed it would be especially because it's his debut album we already know the old town road everything like that he is building a brand a niche audience and i think that's fair to say i think lil nas x will always have that audience but for him to be like a superstar a megastar um they needed a bigger reaction to this album they needed something that was like next level they needed something that was like olivia rodrigo you know where everybody couldn't stop talking about her album. Um, so I, I think that's that's one aspect where it's like, yo, you you expected more out of the debut album just because you expected him to be a megastar. Look at Doja Cat, right? Doja Cat drops an album. Everybody loves it. I think it went platinum. If it hasn't gone platinum yet, it, it was number one for a good amount of time. Uh, look at Olivia Rodrigo, like I mentioned. Like these are these are these are artists that have a lot of backing. Lil Nas X is in the same category in terms of backing. And if they can't get a number one album, that's an issue. Yeah. Well said, man. Well said. And shout out to NBA Youngboy's fan base, man. That is crazy, man. Like, I'm still shocked. Like, when I saw the information, like, how? is mm-hmm. like, like, yo, does he have, like, like, yo, because, like, J. Cole, bro. It's J. Cole, bro. Like, a million, like, bro, to go platinum, no features, NBA Youngboy. Like, yep. are people accidentally looking up NBA and just his name pops up and they just maybe, stream his music? Maybe. You know? <laughs> hey, his season's coming up, right? Season's coming up. Everybody's probably searching for, yeah, NBA Youngboy. Mm, the algorithms, eh? Yeah. I saw this video. I saw this video the other day of Pitbull and, and him talking about the biggest flex he ever has. Where he's like, yo, if you search up Pitbull on Google, actually, you know what? Let's insert it right here. That's where the whole Pitbull thing came from. And then you really fuck up the game where when people talk about a household name and when you work so hard to get to a certain level, you Google Pitbull right now. I come up before the dog. I love how I feel like both of these clips that we're talking about, this Pitbull one and the Vince Staple one, I think they're both from Drink Champs. <laughs> Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. <laughs> That's hilarious because the Vince Stable one was probably like a couple of weeks ago. Then this one is from um, Jean Champons. Yeah, uh, it's funny because uh, Drake is going to be on Drink Champs uh, soon. And I know he's going to be addressing a lot of things on Drink Champs, uh, especially when he has a little bit of liquor in his system. So I'm very mm-hmm. excited to see what that sounds like. That should be. I'm looking forward to it. And by the way, if you're listening to this. Drake, yes. Come on the podcast. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I don't even know you're, you're still keeping this audio in, man. I thought you were just giving it behind the scenes, you know? But let them dig into behind the scenes, eh? <laughs> yeah, come on, Drake. Come on to the pod, man. Drop your Virginia Black. Ozzy drinks Virginia Black when he goes on now, Drink Champs. Um, I think it's like 100%. Oh, wait, is he still sponsored by Virginia Black? I don't know, man. And don't keep this in the pod, man. But like, yo, people compare like Drake to like his is trying to say like Jay-Z or Kanye. But in terms of like his business acumen or whatever it's called, it ain't the same, bro. I swear this dude just bought like 10 chicken joints in like America and, and Toronto. Yeah. No, nah, look, that's fair. That's fair. I, I Look, he has to. He, what? The only the only time I've seen someone drink Virginia Black is when um. Uh, you and Mina took me to that that person's um 
um well ooh, the new year's party the new year's party and, oh and, yeah and some yeah. random man with like the belt buckle came in from virginia black yeah <laughs> It's because it's because everybody thought at the time that Virginia Black was so good, bro. Virginia Black's so sick. This man came into the kitchen like, yo, who wants a shot, bro? I'm like, okay, yo, Virginia Black, man. Mm. It's Weezy, baby, at the top is lonely. Got choppers on me, can't stop the moment. I just popped the song, man, now I'm calm. All that body on me, got you hot, I'm warm, man. It ain't gonna help you more than I'm gonna harm you. Out you by myself, rolling like an army. Fuck up by yourself, fuck up with a homies. I don't need nobody, I don't see no silence. I don't see nobody, come and see about it. I bet you see a rivalry on Giovanni's, and I bet this pipe knocked the Peter out. I'm better pick a pepper off my little devil's hat from here to heaven. Better get a reverend. Bet his mama cry when she hit the reverend Shots hit the reverend Better get an extra with your lonely ass On your only fans You your only fan You gon' die a stripper Wasn't born to dance Fuck the thousand niggas I'm the only man Let you stay lonely Let you skate on it Let you play on it Then lay on it And cut on them J on them Like you were not alone Is the birthday man himself Himself man Honestly Wayne Wayne, 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 Wayne. I'm glad Wayne is still here with us to give him the flowers while he's still alive, man. For real. Great music, legendary rapper. Nothing else really has to be said, man. Wow. Yeah. Um, wow. I, I, I mean, happy birthday to little Wayne, man. Yeah, man. Happy birthday. Absolutely. Look, all power to, um, to, to Lil Wayne the greatest rapper alive the greatest mm. rapper alive uh i don't dispute that i'll i'll argue that against anybody uh that little wayne is still the greatest rapper alive um the way that he carries himself on beats the way he's still yes. active to this day the yes. way he's still dropping fire features and verses yes. and etc cetera, etc cetera, all that still applies the man has been doing it for 20 plus years strong this man was doing it with the freaking with juvenile and freaking uh thing with hot boys in the 90s and then to transfer into his own solo career and then to become a mega star <clears throat> have a run that is unparalleled to any rapper and then transition into you know being a mogul and and developing artists like a drake and a Nicki minaj and a tyga and and mm -hmm. discovering those talents lil wayne and it's now west coast all right, relax. Uh, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne has had an unparalleled. This man says Chanel West Coast. I can't believe you said that. That's like me saying, uh, "What's his name? Uh, what's his name? What's his name, bro?" <laughs> oh uh, yeah, oh, grocery bag, <laughs> grocery bag, dude. I forgot his name though. I forgot his name though. And I got a grocery bag. Oh, y'all don't do gutta gutta. Oh, like gutta gutta. Yeah, gutta mm. gutta. Yeah. Gutta gonna really took Gutta's uh, flow. No, just, we, we, we ain't gonna do that to Gutta Gutta, bro. <laughs> bro, he because he got us, bro. He told us, bro. He got us, bro. Grocery yeah, right. bag, man. Um, well, let me let me let me just say this. Uh, at the end of the day, Lil Wayne's influence is, is unparalleled. Think of like how many artists he birthed in this generation. Think of the young thugs of the world. Think of the you know, any other artists that you've hear All today. His kids. You name it, all yeah, of his right. kids so like like his impact is really unparalleled to any rapper we've seen from the artist that he's brought up from his own career mm -hmm. and from essentially you mm -hmm. know birthing a lot of these other rappers so it's unprecedented happy birthday lil wayne uh you're a will one what's your, what's your favorite and i know we can't pick this now but what is your favorite um lil wayne song um hmm 
it's it's hard for me to pick the favorite Wayne song, but I think for in terms of I'll do more more relevancy in terms of like how he impacted the second half of his career with doing the Free Weezy album and having all those great artists on there. I really, really enjoyed that project. In terms of uh singles, it's funny because people always thought like Lil Wayne recently sat down with uh and did an interview. He did like an introspective interview talking about you know his music and stuff like that and how y'all felt like depressed and all the stuff he's been through in his life. And people were like, Really? Mm-hmm. Little Wayne's depressed? All of that? I'm like, bro, do you not listen to the music and all the stuff that he says in his music? So for me, it would be an example like I feel like dying, like that track from Little Wayne. In terms of him pouring out his pain and how he was feeling at the pinnacle of one of his success, like I like that track from Little Wayne, man. It's really hard for artists to display that type of emotions, and he didn't care. Like even if he was claimed to be hardcore, super, all of that, he was still letting you know what was going on inside. You know what I mean? So yeah, I agree. I agree. He was Look, still carrying the the waist. He's still carrying the forty four on his waist. You know, Rick Ross jeans. Rick Ross but, um, He yeah. was still telling you how he felt, man, and how he means. So kudos to that. That's my track. What about you? Um. It's tough, tough to say what my favorite Lil Wayne track is because I genuinely have so many. I I hold it like yeah, every day it changes, every single day. I think one that I always go to. I think one that I always go to, one that's my favorite is Mr. Carter because, um, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just a cool dynamic between him and Jay Z, both being Carters. Uh, and I honestly think you know for you to be jumping on a song with Jay Z, who is a lyrical mastermind in his own right, and in my opinion, out rapping Jay Z on that um is 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 a tall task so i i would say mr carter is probably my favorite yeah can you actually play a little sample of that from the me a little bit that for sure to you forever from me to you i heard somebody say church i'ma need a suit i'ma need a coupe i won't need a roof fly it and be the juice be the juice be the juice i got the flow i'm trying to see the roof didn't wear bulletproof so i got shot and you can see the proof blind eyes can look at me and see the truth one deal stevie do but i'ma leave it to god not be beneath you because i'm a murder why i kill oh and even you Man, I got summer hating on me cause I'm hotter than the sun Got spring hating on me cause I ain't never sprung Winter hating on me cause I'm colder than y'all And I would never, I would never, I would never fall I'm being hated by the season So fuck y'all, hating for no reason Mmm, as soon as you mention it, I'm like, tell me where you been And just like the samples and everything, like how the production That's, that's a good choice too, man, I like that choice, I like that choice So Shout out to um, Lil Wayne, man. Happy 39th birthday to Lil Wayne. It's impossible to wrap my my mind and even head around the fact that he's done so much in his life and he hasn't even turned 40 yet. So, yeah. Shout out to the GOAT. It doesn't even make sense. Shout out to the GOAT. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. It, 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 it really doesn't. Um, but before we jet off and we go for all of that, what have you been watching, man? What have you been diving into this week? Have you started watching Squid Game or should I tell you to start watching Squid Game? You know, as and next time I see you, it's going to be me and you on site, man. I mean, you're going to fight. You I didn't think, recommend Squid Game. To me. I think all the listeners will, will, will tell you the exact same thing because you said the same thing with Ted Lasso. And there's documentation on this podcast that I told you to watch Ted Lasso. I say 
literally, I said I, anything sports, I watch it. NASCAR, I didn't say, tennis, I didn't say basketball, football, cricket. I'm just giving. Let me get to my point. And then you came on this podcast later and said, "Yo, have you seen Ted Lasso? Of course, I've teased Ted Lasso. Put you want to it." And then I come in here, I'm like, yo, I watch Squid Games and stuff like that. Or well, I don't know. Actually, I'm not 100% sure about me saying this on camera. But you I didn't know say we this. did talk about It's not fair. Our off-camera conversation. You didn't say you know, it. Because you, you asked me it. how my day was. You didn't you say it, me, bro. After record. After, you didn't no, say listen, it. You capped You capped No, no, no. Listen, you listen. After, after we record on, on Thursday night, you're like, yo, what are you get to after this? I'm like, yo, man, I'm just going to finish off the show and finish off Squid Games. And you're like, all right, man. I man, that was my event on Thursday, bro, because I didn't sleep. So <laughs> I've been watching Squid Games. Don't don't spoil it for me. I'm still not done. <sighs> you want what episode you want? Yeah, uh, I think like four. Oh god. All right, man. So listeners, go out there and watch Squid Games. After you finish in one night, let us know how it is at the nogapodcast.com. Leave us a little comment. Let us know how you enjoyed it. Or send us a DM at Toronto Lingo, all of that. You send us references anyways for topics. So give us a little bit of info on what you guys want to see. Or I'm gonna, a little bit of review. I'm going to actually watch Alice in Borderland after that. So I'm going to watch Squid Game. Second, listen, don't don't cut me off, bro. I'm literally watching. I literally just finished Alice in Borderlands right now myself. I watched that last night, bro. It took me two days to finish it. Because that's a, that's a lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of content for me to consume. And it's a lot of killing for me to consume as well, too. Um... Yeah, so I recommend that as well too. Go and watch that. And then after that, I know as probably I've seen this, but I haven't seen it. What was the third one? That's like um very violent. It's like the movie like Hunger Games, like um Battle Royale or something like that. I thought that was Squid I, Game. No, there's like this OG one that's like the Hunger Games original version. It's called Battle oh, Royale from the 90s. Oh, I feel like yeah, you okay. see that because you yeah. Mr. Movie Man over here. <laughs> yeah, I've heard about it. I don't think I've seen it though. I know what you're talking yeah. about though. Yeah, so, I know what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So I love that you recommend the same thing, man. Because I literally finished Squid Games. I'm like, yo, what else can I watch? Ooh, okay. Alice in Borderlands. And I just yeah. finished that too. Completely different. But if it's a Venn diagram, there's a lot, a lot of similar stuff in the middle with um, with some good kills and stuff like that. So right. give it a watch. And, and good story development too. So it's not just For a gory sure. fest. Yeah, that's what I've been watching, to be honest with you. It also makes me want to take a trip to Asia at some point in time. But Man, we're supposed to go to Japan for the Olympics, bro. But, you know, the whole COVID stuff and yeah. all of that didn't really didn't really re- work out so well. So, yep. yeah, watching uh, Alice in Borderland really made me want to go to Japan. Just seeing, like, the, the set pieces and stuff like that and, and how the culture looks over there from how it's depicted. And um, it, it got me excited, man. I want to go. For sure, man. For sure. I want to go. You know where else I want to go? Um, where Dreamville Festival Jake Colt just said is back on tickets will be on sale Friday, October 1st at 10 a.m. Can't wait yet. Whoo, you ready? April 2nd and April 3rd, 2022. Dreamville Festival is back in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. You ready? I, hey, I would love to go if they let me. if they let me i'd love to go that would be great to do man all i'm saying is look um dreamville festival has been something that i've always wanted to go to uh i've seen j cole perform i think maybe eight times now yeah yeah it'd be cool to add a ninth uh it would be cool to make it the dreamville festival we'll see maybe maybe probably not this year i'll wait till covid is a thing of the past and then i'll i'll come I'll, I'll pull up. You know, you've seen J. Cole so many times, and I've seen J. Cole four or five times. And like, 
I've seen him two or three times along with you. So for you to see him nine, almost ten times, like bro, that's a yeah. wild. <laughs> I haven't seen any artist that much, man. That's crazy. It's just happened to be like that. Like I'm not going out of my way to like I okay, I am kind of going out of my way, but at the same time, it's like I went to a concert where he showed up. And then I right. went to a free concert of his. And then sure my girl him. bought me tickets to a J. Cole concert. Like, oh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. none of that was like it me. Just, I, there, yeah. there was only, I've only purchased okay. tickets to J. Cole twice. I've only purchased J- tickets to J. Cole twice. But there's been like seven other occasions where it's like, oh, cool, J. Cole's here. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, I just, <laughs> yeah, we have to do some no good conspiracy facts and double check this information. I highly doubt this. <laughs> two times out of the nine times okay all right so just before we go then let's share our, our favorite j cole concert experience you go first which one was your favorite out of the nine? Oh, that's tough i i think the the free one was probably my favorite so <clears throat> uh it was this mountain dew festival thingy happening at downtown right across the street from the rogers center and they were ha- gonna have a bunch of performances and it was reported that you know j cole would be making a special appearance Right. Yeah. He came three hours late, but it was cool because we saw a bunch of other acts perform like boss came out and, you know, he performed as well. Then J. Cole came out and man, it was just a surreal crowd. He performed a lot of his old stuff. You could tell that like you could tell that the fans there were like really, really true Cole fans. So he performed a lot of Friday Night Lights, which is my favorite. Right. Like he performed Mm. a lot of Friday Night Lights. He performed a lot of like old school, like he performed. uh, What's it called? Simba. I think so. Like, yeah, um, yeah, I just it was cool because he did a lot of his old stuff compared to the new stuff that he had going on. So, oh, man, that's a great experience, man. I wish I got to experience that. Yeah, that's the one I definitely didn't go to. Damn, no, out of the three ones, I didn't make that one. Oh, oh shocks, <laughs> man. Oh, shocks. For me, it would probably have to be the OVO Fest one mm-hmm. where he was a surprise guest and then he came on last minute and then it was at the 2014 Forest Hill just dropped, right? And it was raining outside. Yeah. And it was pouring. And he made it through like the first. He came to the stage. He's like, I hope you guys don't mind. Do you guys mind if I, I, I just do the whole album right now? I'm kind of just, you know, working on the kinks and stuff like that. Do you guys mind if I just try with you guys tonight? And I'm like, hell yeah, man. No, for sure. Of course, do your thing. So him making it three tracks in, maybe, maybe four tracks in, and then the pouring rain. And then him having to leave the stage and come back and say, you know what, we got, we can't finish the show, but I will be back to come see you guys soon. Those three to four tracks was enough for me because people didn't care. It was raining, you know, it was late in the set. People are tired from standing all day. They could have easily went home, but it's Cole who's on stage, man. So it was nice, man. People singing word for word of the songs and it just came out too. So you can tell some serious dedicated fans if they can say word for word, the album hasn't been out that long. Yeah, I, I love I love um, 2014 Forest Hill Drive. Mm-hmm. And I love that experience. I love that experience of mm-hmm. OVO Fest too. It was, it was a surreal moment, man. It really mm-hmm. was a surreal moment. And maybe um, that's why I'm biased thinking that's my favorite Cole project. Maybe because the physical uh, reaction plus the, you know, the other uh, impact as well too really, really had an effect. So, hey, live concerts, man. I, I want to get back to it. I want to enjoy them. For sure. I'll get to see them soon. Hear that, Kyrie? <laughs> you hear that, Nikki? <laughs> Honestly, 
Yeah, there's so many other. Well, today is NBA media day. So there's so many other athletes that are coming out and saying that they're not getting vaccinated for personal reasons. Jonathan Isaac, Bradley mm. Beal just said it. Oh, uh, Jonathan Isaac. Yeah, I knew that for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bradley <laughs> Beal just put said money it. Down on Jonathan Isaac. <laughs> Bradley Beal just said it, which is massive. Another star saying that oh. he's not getting vaccinated for personal reasons is just it's. It's annoying. Uh, look, the, the NFL had to deal with it uh, over the past couple of you know months with a couple of their own stars coming out and saying that they're not getting vaccinated, et cetera, et cetera. Now the NBA, it's it's the NBA's yeah. turn to deal with it as well. I don't know how they move forward. Obviously, the NFL had a vaccine mandate. I don't know if the NBA is going to do the same, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. As we keep us posted, yeah, keep us I'll live, all the updates. Um, I will continue to work endlessly 40 hours a week vetting no good conspiracy theories and bringing you unedited, fully sourced out content right here that we just didn't, you know, remember off our weekend adventures. <laughs> but if you're still listening, until next time, it's Boris and Yoga Podcast. We'll see you soon. Yeah. with the moon i got the whole world at my feet playing touch football on marijuana streets are in a marijuana field you are so beneath my cleats get high so high that i feel like lying down in the cigar roll me up and smoke me cause Health, your friend for Medicaid coverage. Like any true friend, we can help make life a little easier with discounts on healthy food and gift cards for pregnancy and child checkups. We include vision and medical help 24-7. See more benefits at OptimaMedicaid.com slash hello. It's time to say hello to Optima Health, a health plan you can count on.